And hello, everybody. Welcome back to Time to Get Real podcast. My name is Aileen. Sarah Jo here. And we're finally together in the same room. room. No more Zoom. No more Zoom. So we're really excited. Yes. How long has it been since we've been in the same room? Ooh. Like since March? It's been a minute. Yeah. Hot minute. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. It's, we made it work. We did, but we like this better. Yeah. I think it's just a little bit more fun Mm -hmm. to do it in person. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, babe. Yay. It's been so long since we could do wait, that. Wait, wait, listen, listen, listen. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> so nice. So but good. yeah, um, so we're back. We've kind of discussed and just we're kind of taking it slow this time. I mm-hmm. think now we're going to start going into um, just doing it every other week. Yeah. We've got busy lives. I mean, we're still trying to get adjusted to quote unquote new norm. New normal. Whatever that is. Yeah, so, we're still um, figuring that out. Yeah, I just figured, I mean, we still want to keep this going and keep it alive, but also just kind of, yeah. Yeah. Still just doing it, but taking a break. Not really a every break, other but week, taking but it easy at this yeah. point. Slowing it down a little. Just a little. Everything's a little slower right now, right? Yeah, it is. Which is good. I, I think that we all kind of needed to slow down some, you know. I agree. Slowing yeah. down is good. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Have you been... Um, pretty good. You know, it's Mercury retrograde. Yeah. So that started yesterday. I already feel it. Um, it's trying to stay positive. So far, so good for me, but it's like like kind of emotional already. Um, but that could be hormones too. I mean, yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, actually, no, that was before Mercury retrograde. What? Um, the whole, well, yeah. What? I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> How have you been? Pretty good. Um, pretty good. My boss is out of town, so I've just been kind of quote unquote running said business. That's exciting. It's been pretty busy. Yeah. Not gonna lie. I spent like a good day just catching up on emails and I'm jealous. <sighs> I mean, yes, but uh Yeah. I'm still unemployed, y'all. Yay. It's fine. It's totally fine. You know, looking for a job is a full time job. This is true. So this is I'm true. tired of typing my information over, over and over, yeah. submitting this resume. My horoscope for this month said, like, it's not a good time, basically. Like, Mercury retrograde's happening, but just, I'm like, I can't just stop. Yeah. You know, I can't just not do anything because <laughs> that just seems not smart. Yeah, right? absolutely. But we we're going to put good vibes out there that mm. a job is coming. Mm. Right. Yep. It's coming. Yeah. Anyways, what are you drinking? I am Sarah Jo, as usual, Tobble and Miller Light. Wonderful. I am having a good old trusty White Claw raspberry. Mm, delicious. Yep. That's how that is. You am. know, uh, I saw today that Armadillo is coming out with some new seltzers oh. that John Williams tried and said they're amazing. I cannot wait. I want to try those. Because I love seltzers. White Claw last year. Now, now that I've started drinking beer again, yeah, it's just not the same. So maybe the armadillos will be better. We'll see. Yes, we shout out armadillo. Shout out. So yeah, Yeah. cool. Um, I did get to see you. Yeah, we went out. I broke out of my house. 
Yes. I, I did regret it the next day. Did you really? A little bit. Why? Because I'm scared of the corona. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> valid point. Valid yeah. point. And I hugged so many people. I mean, it was kind of how I thought it would be. Yeah. Where we're all just like so excited. We can't contain ourselves yeah. and we just all hug. And then, but that's been almost two weeks and I'm not sick. That's so, good. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've been healthy. You've been out and about. Yeah. I've been pretty out and about also with work. Like people have yeah. been coming over and everything. And, um, I've, I've so far so good. I want to get tested for the antibodies yeah. because then it would make me feel a little bit better, but I'm still on the side of like keeping other people safe Yeah, because I could transfer something to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but going out was fun. And I told you earlier, cause I put on makeup today and I'm like, I'm going to have a, this is what happened because I got day drunk <laughs> and then I'm like, mm, I want to go out and I called Aileen and she's out. And so I'm like, Fuck, I'm go. and I grabbed her <laughs> and it was really fun. But then the next day I was like, Oh, why? It's okay. Yeah, but I'm still good. Yeah, so, we're good to know, go. And hugging people is nice. It is. <laughs> I that like human, hugs. That human connection is nice. It but, is. Yeah. Anyways, um, we have an awesome guest. Yes. And we cannot wait to introduce them yeah. to you guys. So, Sarah Jo, take it away. I'm going to fangirl a little bit because I'm so excited to have them on the show tonight. Um, They are doing a lot for our community right now, a whole lot. Um, They're the creator behind Body by Blunts, and they're just appointed as the new chapter director for Sex Workers Outreach Project. Please welcome Alexandria LaRue. Woo! Uh, Hello, everybody. Hi, welcome. We're so excited to have you. I really am such a fangirl of everything you've been doing. We met um, when you modeled in our fashion show for the revamp back yeah. in March. And ever since then, I've been following you and I love everything you do. So I was actually like drunk when I asked you to come on because I, I needed like a little liquid confidence. I needed the liquid courage. Oh, no. <laughs> You're just so awesome. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. So we just wanted to have you on. You know, originally when I asked you to come on, you know, so much. Sorry, I'm having a little error here. Please hold. Okay. So much has happened since I originally asked you to come on, um, both for you and our community and the world. And, you know, originally I wanted, because I know you've been um, – quarantining alone and I was as well and I wanted to talk about that but now we have so much to talk about um I love what you're doing with twerk on the square every Monday so yeah um let's just go into it tell us about you what do you do how did you get into it of whatever aspect you want to get into and then yeah just go for it Sure, I can give you like a short bio. I would consider myself a career sex worker, you know, a lifelong sex worker and an activist. And I've been in activism for the last 10 years and sex work for about as long. And being in activism for it is is pretty easy because of how the laws are made and every state it's different. 
and no one's really protected in the way that they should be protected like any other working class person. Yes. And so I joined SWAP uh, March of this year officially as a staff member. Um, And I started off as the associate director and this was March and now we're in June and I just got promoted to executive director with two other executive directors. Congratulations. Thank you. COVID was, it was, you know, hit the ground running and there wasn't really time to fall behind. And we realized that we were expanding in a way that was so fast that we needed to definitely give ourselves more help and find those people because they existed. They definitely did. And Mistress Velvet and Phoenix are two just really wonderful human beings and their attitudes about this work, about wanting to do it and wanting to actually help people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very genuine and you can feel it. It doesn't feel fucking phony. Can I curse? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. It doesn't feel fucking <laughs> phony. <laughs> Um, like they're just, they're just two fucking great people. And I love being there. And Krista is the current executive director and eventually they'll be, you know, leaving us and it'll just be the three of us. But Krista did the thing that needed to be done that hadn't been done yet, which was make this space to have an all black executive board and to actually give a shit about it because a lot of people are pandering you know like a lot of white people pander because they feel like that's going to save them in the eyes of grace of social grace um but when it's really fucking real you can feel it and you're like oh wow you actually do care Mm -hmm. and that's so nice to see yeah so right now i do i do that but i'm also still very much a sex worker so i still make porn under body by blunts i have hands love it so i notice a lot of people have only fans now too and i'm like oh shit <laughs> yeah I, it. I just got a new toaster oven thanks only fans you know yeah. <laughs> that's awesome yeah i love making porn it sucks right now because i can't film with anybody but i am excited to start filming with some friends and some connections i made at avns this year in january that's exciting. That is huge. Right. It was a fun time. I was there you with many You have to work with people that you trust, right, right now. Mm-hmm. And so right now, everyone's so far away because everybody I know, nobody lives here that, like, I've known for a long time that's, like, in sex work or in yeah. like, the adult industry. They all live in other places like Chicago and Washington and New York. And, and you're not originally from – where are you originally from? Houston. Houston. Okay. okay. Awesome. Yeah. And how long have you been in Denton? I've been in Denton since December. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Oh, my goodness. A new girl for to Denton. Wow. How do you like it? I love it. Yeah. I made, like, a conscious decision to come here. I was tired of shotgun moving. Mm-hmm. I moved to Dallas from a small town in about 2010. And I bounced around pretty much everywhere in the Metroplex, but never yeah. really felt like... Uh one place was right. And I started coming out here because um, one of my friends who was dating somebody who was doing glitter bombs, um, Lolly, if you know who Lolly is. Um, and they were, I went to a glitter bomb show and it was amazing. It was back when I was still at Mabel Peabody's. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was like the first night I met, like I met Dylan that night. I remember cause I walked into the bathroom and he was standing there at the mirror and he was like looking at his pants and he's like, this looks okay, right? And I was like, yeah, it looks great. 
And he's like, okay. Bathroom. <laughs> 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 it was great. Um, but I didn't know anybody else and it, it took a while and like I became disabled in 2014 okay. and I didn't think I would ever like perform or do anything like that again. Really? And then the opportunity came up to audition and I finally got the courage to do it. Yes. yes. And that was August of last year. Cool. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. Hell yeah. It is because you shouldn't let it hold you back. Right. And I've seen you perform and you're amazing. So, and I know as an artist and a creator, it must have been, I mean, Alien is a dancer. So to not be able to do what you love is incredibly hard. And especially when you're going through something like that and you don't have that release. Mm -hmm. So I can't, I'm like, when will we have be able to go to things again? (laughs) I'm sure y'all miss performing. You've been doing a lot of videos. I love your twerk video for the square. So keep that up for sure. I forgot to ask you, um, what are your pronouns? They, them. Okay, perfect. I just wanted to gotcha. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, so what are y'all doing with the swap? Um, what are y'all trying to, I mean, I know obviously that a lot of people need help, but what is y'all's main focus, um, with what y'all are doing? Really? We're all about like bottom up outreach. So that means serving the most marginalized folks first situation. We're talking about survival sex workers, um, full service workers that might work outdoors, outdoor workers or indoor workers in situations where they may not have as much agency, like working in a group situation, whatever. Okay. We're not there to judge people. We're not there to make them leave. We're there so we can advocate for them because there should be decriminalization. The government should have its paws away from sex workers. Mm-hmm. And that's our main goal because even when it does become decriminalized, our job still exists. It just changes mm-hmm. and we have more agency to keep making change. Cause once that step, that threshold is crossed, then so many doors open and the thing it does immediately gives, gives people safety. Mm-hmm. Yes. It gives people, you know, a voice. They can be loud enough because they can be loud enough and they don't have to worry about getting picked up for an additional charge because they got robbed at work or assaulted at work. Mm-hmm. You know, they should be able to just advocate for themselves without worrying about getting arrested. Yeah, absolutely. That is so important. Yeah, that's very, very important. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it hits home. It definitely hits home. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So as far as um, – is this organization here in Denton or where is it at specifically? Well, Sex Workers Outreach Project is based out of California. Oh, okay. We have okay. 32 chapters all over the United States. So we have um, we have a chapter here in Dallas. Gotcha. There's a chapter in Houston. There's uh, one in Baltimore, Hawaii, Seattle, Chicago, Detroit, um, uh, New Hampshire, Minnesota, Tulsa. We're all over Florida. We work with uh, PocSwap, which is a separate 501c3, um, who is run by the same person who runs Greenlight Project, that's Sheree. And they're amazing. They're, if you've read any articles, they are the sex workers in Washington right now making hand sanitizer. Wow. The city. Yeah. That's PocSwap and Greenlight Project. That's uh, Sheree's project. And they are amazing. They do such amazing work. 
and Swap works with them, but they the thing is they're all their own autonomous beings. Okay. Alice is its own autonomous being. Okay. Swap is a separate 501c3, so they're absolutely their own. Yeah. But all the other chapters in the cities, we don't claim to know how to serve their communities. Like I would right. forget to say so, like what would work here but doesn't work there. But the yeah. only people who know that are the people who live there. Yes. And so we trust them to know and assess the needs of their community. And from there, <clears throat> we're more like a support team. Um, and that's kind of how we work. Everything from mediations to helping with fundraising to keeping organized. We take care of all the bookkeeping. They have to keep it cap. They have to keep track of like preliminary stuff, like right. receipts. And, but everything else on the back end, QuickBooks accounting, we take care of that stuff um, because they shouldn't have those barriers in order to serve people. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Absolutely. Wow, that's so great. Some good work for sure. Yeah. So as far as um, other stuff you do, so you perform. How did you get into performing? And yeah, let's get into that. I started doing theater when I was a kid, but it was like not a nice environment for me. I went to a school with mostly white kids and Mm. those teachers were very unforgiving and not so much great. So I didn't really get the opportunities that I wanted to have. And because of that, I would just, I kind of stopped auditioning at a certain point. And then when I left high school, which was a terrible, terrible theater experience, but here I was just like running after it because I wanted to, you know, I want to feel the magic. I want to feel the sparkle. I want to do the thing. And so I go to college and I try doing the same thing and it's not great, but I still do it. And then I ended up moving to Dallas in 2010 and then I just gave up the ghost. And then I got injured in 2014 and I was, you know, as one would, one would think becoming disabled, you're depressed. You're not, you're not happy. Yeah. You don't want to do the things you love. Yes. And then slowly but surely with like support and professional help and medication and changing my environment, I felt comfortable enough in my life to try a thing that I thought was scary and I'd never do. And that, <clears throat> and that was singing in front of people. I was awesome. like, I can't do that because I was told my whole life that I couldn't. And so I didn't think I could, but I was like, well, what if I try it with this crowd of people because I'd been to glitter bombs and I was like, okay, well, even if I'm bad, people will come and they'll clap and they'll make me feel good. And if it's shitty, we're just going to drink about it. Yeah. I made peace with it. I was like, if it's a piece of shit, I'll just drink. It'll be fun. I'll just drink and it will be a great night and we'll laugh about how I was a piece of shit once. Oh my gosh. Full say cheers and ha 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 ha. But then I went on stage and then it wasn't a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. But I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh, God. But that must have been so exciting for you. It felt you like I never had an adrenaline needle in my chest, but probably, you That's know. Yeah. Like. I mean, it's it's very empowering. I mean, performer to performer, I yeah, I get it. I completely get it. Yeah. And so you do singing. Do you, what other performance types do you do as well? Uh, Dancing. I did a show with Sundown right before COVID hit in February, Love Stories. Nice. And that was such a great experience. It really, if Glitter Bomb didn't do it, like Glitter Bomb like loosened the jar. And then when I did a show with Sundown, it like 
open that bitch all the way up. Nice. I was in such a great environment that I felt safe in. And immediately the thing they gave me that no one has done before at a theater experience immediately. Yeah. They all gave me the benefit of the doubt that I knew what the fuck I was talking about. Hell yeah. And that I knew what I was about. And that, you know, and then, but also learning from them and hearing like criticism, but also, you know, tips and we're all talking to each other because it's a collaborative process. Mm-hmm. Love stories was devised piece. Uh, Lindsay Hall was our facilitator and it was, she's the one who brought it up to make that show happen at their meeting. And she's such a smart motherfucker. Lindsay Hall is a smart motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And she had such a fucking vision and she doesn't give herself enough credit. I know she hears that she's probably just like covering her fucking face. <laughs> like, she doesn't give herself enough credit, but the, that idea was so fucking genius. And what the way it? Uh, it was a devised piece. Okay. So what they did is they created a phone number and people in the community in Denton uh, phoned in and gave their love stories. <gasps> so- I got chills. Yes. They said their love stories over the phone. And then, uh, so we got those pieces we put them all out. We're like mm-hmm. mapping it like that gif of like Charlie from Always Sunny. And he's got like all the, it was mm-hmm. like that. But with <laughs> we had them on postcards, but some points we had rehearsals at my house. And we figured out what would work for what. Some of them were songs. Some of them were uh, dances. Some of them were um, written scenes. We yeah. had puppets. Like, it was, it was very, there was, yeah, there was lots of music in the show. Like, Matt McNabb is an amazing uh, musician. And yes. um Julia Bodiford, she's also an amazing musician, and they both played, uh, Julia played ukulele, and Matt played piano, and Julia also played guitar, and I sang a bit, and that was such a, like, fulfilling moment, because I thought that, this is going to sound so ridiculous, I thought that people liked my singing more because they could see my boobies. (laughs) (laughs) But no one could see my boobies and love stories and everybody still liked it. <laughs> so there you go. There's that like little piece of information. Right. <laughs> Don't need the boobs. Just the no. They just liked it. I'm like, oh, you actually like me. You like it? Not just my tits. Sweet. <laughs> we love it. I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so cool. That is so, so cool. And so speaking of dancing, um, Sarah was saying something about Twerk, what? Twerk on the square. On the square. What? So, (laughs) he showed me a video. I'm like, this is so inspiring. Yes. So, tell me about this twerk on the square. Yes, let me pull up. So, to make sure, get those shout outs. You know what I'm saying? Yes, shout them out. Uh, Jonathan Chisholm, they are amazing. Yeah. They did video for twerking on the square, the one with like the cool white graphics. Um, and they did such an amazing job. Shout out to Jonathan for that real shit. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, I was having a moment where I realized that I couldn't protest in the way that I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Because if something were to happen, I couldn't run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would just be putting myself and anyone who was behind me in more danger. And I was like, as much as I want to, it would be low-key selfish. Right. You know? Yeah. And so I was doing things behind the scenes and helping supporting people, basically what I do at my job. Yeah. yeah. 
but I still wanted to do something. And there was a day where I was just sitting up thinking about that fucking statue because it's a mile and a half from my house. And I was in my breathing space. Yeah. And then I thought, what pisses off old white people? Oh, yes. (laughs) They really hate. They really hate black bodies. Like they fetishize us and they fear us. Mm-hmm. Like we're political and dangerous to them. Uh-huh. Like they don't want that at all. They don't want it. They don't want to be exposed to it. They don't want to see it. Yeah. They, yeah. they know it exists. They just don't want to be a witness to it. Right. Because they think all of our bodies are provocative, even if we're like in a onesie, you know, head to toe, snuggy situation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, I'm so proud of my, I'm not ashamed of my body. I don't have any self-hate for being brown, you know, for yeah. being a black person. But that shit gets them so goddamn tight. <laughs> Fucking love it. And I was like, I want to do a sit-in, but I don't want to just sit because I feel like that should be the next step if I have to do something else. But I'll get to that. Yeah. And I was like, well, what do I want to do? And I was like, as a sex worker, what's the thing that gives me joy also makes me feel happy, but also pisses off white people. And I was like, ooh, yeah, twerking. They hate that shit. So I made a playlist, and I made, like, a flyer, and I was like, I want to twerk on the square until they take this bitch down. Yeah. (laughs) And And I love that you, because I agree with this, putting it in a museum is not okay. Um, and that's another really big thing because they are planning on removing it. I don't know when the fuck So for are. those of you who don't know yeah. what we're talking about, there is this, um, it's in downtown Denton. It's right in front of the courthouse. It's mm. been there who knows how long, but it's, Too long. um, an arch kind of structure with a Confederate soldier at the top. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's all I have to say, yeah. honestly, about that. I mean, everyone can kind of put the pieces together. Right. So... The so, community has been trying to get rid of it for a long time, and the city council did finally vote to remove it, but they're just putting it in the downtown square museum, which that does not help no. anyone. Um, many cities have, I love seeing where they've dragged it and like dumped it in a lake somewhere. Why can't we do that? I mean, there's Louisville Lake right there. It means, you know, right here. It's just like the thing, the thing is, is like these things are relics and they need to be taken down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's really important um, because they're symbols of fear. They're meant to intimidate. Mm-hmm. And putting the fucker inside of a courthouse is not less intimidating than putting it outside of the courthouse. And the part that really like got my goat was that this man in Denton, Willie Hutspeth, he has been, he's been protesting for the last 21 years. And it's a fucking shame that this motherfucker is the only one out here protesting for the last 21 years. Yeah. And it's not a fucking shame that, that he just had to be out here by himself for the last 21 fucking years. And that shit fucking broke my heart and made me cry. Yeah. And I was like, you shouldn't have to be the only motherfucker out here protesting. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. not fair. I made this place my home and I want to claim it as such. And so every Monday until they take that motherfucker down, Mm -hmm. I'll be out there. And if they put it inside the courthouse fucking museum, I'm doing a sit in every day until they take the motherfucker out. I tell the commute, I already let my boss know. I let all the other executive directors know 
that if they put it inside of the courthouse, that's where I'll be having my meetings and yeah, working. I they have it. I don't care. You shouldn't have to be the only one protesting. I agree. They're they're protecting it and they keep calling it a monument, but it's not a monument. Mm-hmm. The only thing it's a monument to is how ignorant this town is and how they wasted this man's life for 21 years when they could have just taken that shit down after the first fucking year. Yeah. You thought they're protesting for a full year and then you were like, nah, another year and you're like, nah. 21 years later, and then you give them a break? Thanks for that, I guess. 21 years later. Like, you shouldn't have had to be out here like that. It shouldn't be out here. It shouldn't be intimidating people. So next Monday, the theme is country, and we will be twerking to country. Nothing else makes them tighter than twerking to music that they like. (laughs) I love it. So, okay, every Monday, what time? Mm, 12 to 2. 12 to, okay i'm off mondays so integrated like all bodies are welcome we I had the young person there was six months old ah! she was twerking with her mom and dad As you know she is very smart baby she was holding herself up six months out oh. here <laughs> engineer you know something <gasps> yeah all bodies are welcome. Anybody can come. Yeah. You can, you know, it's your own ability. Sometimes you're just twerking in your, in your fucking body and you're not moving, you know, you're like, yeah, but you're, you know, you're there with it because you're feeling the, the music and that's good enough for me. Like, that's great. Your presence, your presence is the gift, you know? Exactly. I was trying to make it out this week, but I'll be honest, it's hard for me to get out of bed before noon. So <laughs> no, I'm going to try. Aileen's going to pull me out of bed next Monday. Yeah. And you don't get- even have to get up before noon. You can just come at one. We'll That's still true. There. I can come at one. So. I'm going to ride at 12. We'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my goodness. My overalls on. Aileen actually taught me how to twerk. Yeah. Yeah. She's a dancer and um, I've never really been a dancer, but I'm learning and I like it and I could never get it. And then she told me, she was like, don't try to shake like your hips. She was like, shake your you're fat, oh like, and then it was no, like all oh. the muscles and, and just everything. Like clicked. And then now yeah. I'm like, I got it. Yeah, I got yeah, it. you put the fat on. Yeah, not, exactly. Like, you just I like, love twerking yeah. my boobies because they shake the most. <laughs> yeah. It's the most fun. Just like, yeah, it is fun. Fat. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it is because like you don't have to be great at it, and as long as you're having a good time, you're doing it right. Yeah, you exactly. a good time, you probably need to drink some water. Right? Yeah. <laughs> also, I just have to say, I was thinking about this earlier. I haven't worn a bra in three months. Oh, fuck a bra. I'm not fuck, no, I'm done. Like, I'm done. The mm-hmm. bras are not a thing anymore. But I actually think my boobs have gotten perkier. Well, that's a thing. And I, I never knew that. Actually, uh, Tula, Tula Moore told me that. She was like, no, like, she was like, you need, you're using your own muscles now to support them. Like, I was looking at them in the mirror earlier, and I'm like, boobies are looking good. And it's like putting a sling on your boobs. Yeah. Like, if you break an arm, your arm doesn't get the movement because it's being held up by something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I typically, I go shopping now, like, making sure, can I wear this without a bra? Yeah, that's how I shop now. Granted... I'm wearing one right now, but. (laughs) What? 
I'm scandalous. I don't give a sh- like. I'm like <laughs> I call my wardrobe like stripper on their day off, and that's pretty much what it is. Like I'm a yeah. sex worker on their day off because everything is like this. It's like a tank top. It's like whatever. Yeah. And, like, shorts that are this small because I'm like mm, exactly mm, that's right I know. yeah the only thing that bothers me is like if I'm in like the grocery store or something and I see an old man like looking at my tits I feel like I'm like he enjoys it and I don't like giving someone else that pleasure without oh, like, I feel that. just walk up to him and say give me a 20 yeah yes <laughs> <gasps> yeah and they're yeah. like no, oh, oh, yeah, I even, you and it's like, yes, you are. Now I need $40. Right. Also, and like, have you never seen boobs before that you don't need to, like, stare at them? You know? Like, it's just boobs. Yeah. It's a good comeback. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. ask them for a 20. If they're looking for too long, just tell them, you've been looking too long. I need a 20. <laughs> I won't look anymore. I swear to God. That's a good idea. I'm going to use you don't, They're calling your bluff. They're like, you won't say anything. You're in a public place. And it's like, you're looking at me in a public place. I can see you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's awesome. That's my new move. Yeah. Give me 20. Give me 20. I love it. 20. Tips. Yeah. This shit ain't for free. <laughs> for Seriously though. Right. Yeah, it's not a game. This shit is not for free. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I saw, um, I thought I saw somewhere that you're poly. Is that right? That is correct. Cool. So I see you have a partner now. Hello, partner. But I knew you were quarantining alone at some point. Is this new? Uh, Well, no, it's not a new partner. I just was quarantining alone because we were like, we're all going to get sick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But since I've been alone <laughs> since March, I felt like it was something I could mitigate and have a small circle of just my wife and both of my boyfriends. Nice. I That's awesome. It. That's so cool. I yeah. We're big fans of poly relationships in this in this group. Yeah. Um, where I am trying to date again. We love talking about dating here. Um, dating is weird. I don't know how to, like, I downloaded Bumble. I showed Aileen earlier. This guy is, he's like a Greek god, right? He's kind of. so beautiful. He's hot. Like, he's really hot. What's but the profile like, say? Huh? What's the profile say? Um, oh, looking for a dog mom. Kind of generic, but. Yeah, but he just expects me to, like, come to his house. And hang out. And I'm Argument. like, I was like, where is the, where is the thing? Yeah. And I was like, okay, what's the profile say? Yeah. And then and I'm like, yeah, no. I'm I like, wouldn't do that before quarantine. Exactly. For I'm sure. Like, not doing it now. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, no, see, stay sexy and don't get murdered. Right? Like, I don't just go to strangers' houses no matter how hot you are. Because that's even more scary. Like, it's almost like the more hot you are, like, he's almost too hot. Like, I'm like... It's not even, like, too hot. It's just, like, when the pictures look too much like a JCPenney catalog. (laughs) Like, five messages don't... Are less than, like, four sentences or, like, four words apiece. I don't fucking trust it. Like, I swear to God, like, I will turn into, like, Nancy Drew, Angela Lansbury, (laughs) uh, Perot. I don't care. I will turn into a detective. I'm going to find the fuck out. Darkwing Duck. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to go out on a date with somebody until I know the fucking tea. I need the information. Same. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I will meet you at a secure location here. I will pick myself up, drop myself off. I'm mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I need to let you in person. Like, all sex workers that I know, especially career sex workers, mm-hmm. we have a sixth sense and we know how to read people like a motherfucker. And yeah. Like, it's a gift that terrible people use to manipulate, I'm sure. Um, but if you, if you have it and you don't manipulate people, it's a really good way to keep you safe. A nice tool. Yes, it yeah. is. And I, I have... I can feel that shit. Yeah. yeah. And really the reason I've always hated dating apps is because you can't... I'm a big energy person and you can't read someone's energy even over a video call. You know, and that's like one of the things that I've struggled with during all this is like, you know, um, communicating with people online because I get energy from other people and that's what like motivates me and keeps me going. But there's been so many times where I've been talking to a guy and things seem great and I meet him in person and I'm like, nope. There's something here that is not that right. That doesn't mesh well. <laughs> I'm like, I can't even explain it, but I'm done. So, and then, yeah, yeah. yeah. instincts are everything. Mm-hmm. Those, those gut intuitions I live for. So hardcore. Yeah. I'm really good at just reading people like the algorithm that is micro expressions. It's kind of like, it's kind of bad. Like I call it my superpower, but it kind of is like a superpower. It, it, it is a superpower. It is. Not everybody has that strong of like an intuition and just that like sixth. I've kept my friends out of many a fight and myself. Really? Yes. Because I see shit popping off and I'm like, we got to go now. Yeah. Because there's always like, especially in a crowd. And when I was a bartender, it made me a very good bartender because you can tell when something's about to happen because you can watch a person's behaviors and you can tell it's escalating mm-hmm. and then you know something's going to happen. And it's just any moment now you're waiting for someone to push him wrong or say the wrong thing. And then it's going to be fist swinging. So go it's like, okay, we got to go. We got to go right now and get, <laughs> get out or stepping in the way of something. Uh, so someone else doesn't get, you know, hurt to tell somebody to go away. Cause sometimes you need to like bark at a person. So they'll get the fuck out. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Do you have any other questions? Um, did you have anything else you wanted to promote today? I mean, we're promoting your trick on the square, body by blunts. Oh, make sure that if anybody shares anything for twerk on the square, okay. you put in the GoFundMe for the Ditton Bail Fund. Okay. You go to my Instagram, it's body by blunts. Yep. You'll find it in my bio and you can click on that. It'll take you straight to that GoFundMe page. And you can leave some money there. Their goal is ten grand. They're almost there. They're at like ninety-seven sixty. Awesome. We're so close. <laughs> yeah, we're so close. And it's great because a lot of people from the adult industry have reached out and donated, and that's been so sweet. Yeah. And like, I appreciate them for that. And so, reach out to your friends. <laughs> you know, shout out to Swap Dallas and uh, Shirley Poison, who uh, is taking care of things over there, and I'm so proud of her. But yeah, that's all I have going on right now. It's just twerking on the square Mondays at noon to two. That's awesome. Sweet. We're going to be there. Yeah. We're going to come. I'm so excited. Yeah. Sounds like a lot more people are coming now. Good. Uh, like it's getting spread around and I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I want it to be a big thing. Um, I don't think people are still protesting every night. For a while it was going on every night. Um, but we need to keep this shit up, you know. Thing, things have to change 
quickly. Um, yes. So like, yeah, being involved yeah. in our community in a way where we're present because he shouldn't have to be the only one. And if I have to do this for the next 21 years too, then at least he can have a fucking break, you know? Yes. Exactly. And that's the big word being present. Being it's present. very important. Yes. For sure. Absolutely. Sweet. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. This has we been a joy. I love everything that you are working towards, working into. I think it's important. Yeah. It really hits home personally. So I I appreciate it. I really appreciate everything you're doing. Truly. Me too. Thank and you. We're gonna keep going. Keep this fight up, right? Yes. Changes in this all sorts of changes everywhere. Up country that we're living in. We can so. do it. Yeah. Don't forget to vote. Yep. Biggest thing. Don't forget to vote, everybody. But cool. Yay. All right. Well, I think we'll take a break right now. Yeah. And then we'll get into our own little segments. I think I have a funny story to tell Sarah Jo here in a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to thank you, Alexandria. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. And we are back. We just had to say goodbye and we yeah. love you guys. Yeah, it was it was such a nice chat. I think it they really are was. doing Alexandra's doing a lot of great work around mm-hmm. the community. Don't forget, uh Twerk on the Square. Twerk on the Square. Twelve wait, yeah, twelve to two on Mondays, Mondays. until that piece yes. of shit is yes. gone, to be exactly. honest. Exactly. And then join Alexandria for a sit-in mm-hmm. when it goes into the museum. Museum, because exactly. it's just got to be gone, man. It's got to be gone. Donate to the Denton Bail Fund. So yeah, all the stuff that we're talking about will be posted below in the description. So just take a look in there. Um, of course, that's where you'll find, you know, all the ats and yes. good stuff. You'll find us. Mm-hmm. Time to get real podcast. Yep. Sarah Jo Sunshine, S-A-R-A-H-J-O, Sunshine, like you spell sunshine. Yep, and then, of course, Aileen Like a Cholo with a bunch of underscores. Yeah. You'll find it. You'll find it's it. It's really, I mean, get the first part right, E-Y-L-I-N. And she's, like, the only one. Pretty much. Yeah. It's really not the hard miss. No. But, yeah, um, we're so glad to be back. Yes. In the same room. Oh, my gosh. I feel like we sound a lot better. Uh-huh. Yes. We so, can also read each other better. This is true. Instead of having to use, like, hand signals. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That, and then, of course, like I said, we're still going to be posting. It just won't be as often. Um, yeah. We're doing it every other week. So check back in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. We'll be back and talking about some other good stuff. Hopefully another guest. Well, who yes. knows? It, you just never know sometimes. You don't know. Life is crazy. Life is crazy right now. Yeah. We're going to get through this, you guys. We all are. Of course, support everyone and everything you can in the best way you can. Do what you can. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Stay wash safe. your hands. Wash your hands. Um, yeah. We love you. We love you guys. And I love you, Sarah Jo. I love you, Aileen. This is great. So, peace out, Girl Scouts. Yay. Cheers. Clink, clink. Cheers. Oh, where's your beer? Right here. Yeah. Boom. Yay. Boom. Bye.